0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there air. Monday. Scared Myself. With a a pumpkin this weekend, with a jack-o'-lantern. Yes, I know, uh, Halloween all over and everything. But at first, we just noticed, oh, they're looking pretty gross. Let's not keep these around the house anymore. Uh, You know, put them into the vehicle. But, you know, it's cold enough in there for now for preservation purposes. And then next time we run out of the house and go do something, a little errand or something like that, and we'll drop them off. Fine. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I was digging through the vehicle over the weekend trying to find the good scraper because the one that I had been using the last little while is not up to snuff and everything. And I happened to move the pumpkins around a little bit and then left them where I moved them. Instead of sitting on the back seat, one of the two of our pumpkins was up, propped up just enough that the next time that I got into the car, and it was dark outside because, you know, it always is this time of year. (sighs) I thought there was somebody in my back seat. (laughs) With a giant jack-o'-lantern face, I guess. It is amazing how daylight saving changes still just mess people up. It's amazing to me, myself included. You know, people who are practiced in it have gained years of experience, still getting confused, still getting tripped up. I was talking on the air, confidently on Friday, about how we lose an hour in the fall. We don't. We fall back, we gain the hour as we, we just experienced. Um, a- I was up as well, heading to bed at 1.57am on Saturday night. And then I saw the time on my phone in bed and it was 1.03am and I... I just, it, it it flipped my brain for a second. I know what's going on, I'm fully aware, and yet at the same time I'm going, huh? And right after, a new Beatles song was just released into the world? Exactly how far back did the clocks jump here? Elton John might have a new album coming out, and he says as much. He was there at the uh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Friday. Not for himself, but actually his longtime partner in songwriting, Bernie Taupin, was honored with an accolade there. And uh, he was celebrating, of course, with his, his friend and collaborator, and Elton John reveals that they have completed a new album. Look out for it 2024 at some point. He's also launching a new Marmite as well. Uh, to benefit the AIDS foundation called Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I don't know what's yellow about the uh contents of a marmite jar? It's usually pretty black brown kind of coloring, but still that's going to be out in certain areas uh, to help out and with artwork of course from the 1973 album that it actually takes its name from. Tuesday. I'm not sure about this one. Really not sure what was the underlying cause for the world being sort of wrapped up in the Barbenheimer uh, in a moment in time earlier this year. You know, we had Barbie and we had Oppenheimer in theaters and they couldn't be more different, but yet somehow people adopted it as a double feature kind of a pairing and very, very weird. <laughs> Extremely weird. I think both movies make you feel weird in different ways, but here's the thing. There's now a Barbenheimer B movie that is actually getting produced uh, and the character's name... I can't make this stuff up. This is not a bit. This is not me being funny, because I can't be this funny. The character's name in the Barbenheimer B-movie is Dr. Bambi J. Barbenheimer of Dolltopia, and she's gonna get upset with the real world and decide that the only solution is to invent the atomic bomb, I guess. (sighs) I'm sure no one in the world could get offended by that premise. Change be coming to The Simpsons in future seasons. It's not even something that has been all that prevalent in recent seasons of the show, and that's from someone who hasn't really kept up, honestly, with a lot of the recent seasons, basically since the movie came out, you know, here and there. There's no more uh, strangulation gonna be happening. Apparently as they have been moving away from it They also in a very recent episode apparently made a statement where Homer literally says to Marge I don't do that anymore about you know doing the whole Bart strangle thing I mean it was an iconic kind of image happened in so many different episodes They even kind of had fun with it and changed the formula over and over and over as they went through time But I mean I get it. I I really do get it. It's a little bit. Yeah, if you do it uh, so often in a show Especially in today's climate Honestly, whatever. For anyone automatically averse to any and all progress and change, or, you know, weirdly hooked on seeing Homer Simpson, why you little his son over and over and over again, where, oh where, could you ever find the 33 previous seasons of it? I'd start with uh, the early episodes on Disney+. Plus. They they did it a lot. Mr. Simpson, your son alleges that you have an anger management problem. Well, you <laughs> little... Uh... I'm sorry, Judge. That's a rare lapse in my normally calm demeanor. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Ozzy Osbourne's granddaughter kind of terrified of him a little bit. I mean, she's very young, but in a recent episode of the revived The Osbourne's Podcast, Jack Osbourne said that his daughter loves Crazy Train the song, adores it when it comes on, but is scared of her grandfather in real life. And that's just... Her birthrights. That's just that's just to be expected. Richie Sambora is saying that maybe Bon Jovi should be getting back together. They are approaching the 40th anniversary of the band, and uh, there's some, several projects in the works, including a documentary that's being done about the band, but he did say in a People magazine article that he would like to take part in a reunion. Hint, hint, Bon Jovi. Hint, hint. And we know that the Beatles have put out their final single, but maybe not the final single, who knows, wait, find out. But it's doing quite well and is now on track, expected to, when the UK chart numbers are released on Friday, to be a number one song after it debuted at number 42 on the charts last week, making it officially their 18th number one single as a band. Some people are just gifted at giving gifts. They barely have to flex any mental muscles to know just the perfect thing to put under the tree. <sighs> then, there are the rest of us. Figuring it out as we go. And I've figured out the trick to figuring out what to give someone. You just can't think of what to give to. Make it a gift for you. There's the secret. It really is. Add a little anguish in there. Get some enjoyment out of it. Someone hates the some-assembly-required message that's on some packaging... Get them something that's all assembly required. Picky eater? Liver pate of the month club it is, I guess. Well, you didn't say what you wanted. I clearly stated that I wanted something that was A, expensive, B, bought, and C, not lovingly handcrafted. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Both the movies Elf and Love Actually turned 20 years old this week. Love Actually actually turned 20, love. Uh, It's been a long time. That makes me feel old. That makes me feel weird. Uh, Yesterday, in fact, was the date for both of them. I found out this morning Elf could have been a flop. It could have been way different. Uh, Producer who worked on the film uh, since the inception and all the way through, you know, Will Ferrell making us laugh, shared that a nameless director that was on the project before Jon Favreau was on board wanted to add a gritty dimension to the movie. Say, nobody's going to go watch this thing. Add a gritty, abusive boyfriend to it, and everyone will love it. He even went on to describe the dented metal door to the apartment that this guy had and everything. Mighty festive. Mighty festive. Don't date that guy, I'm just saying. The, uh the original director that we don't know the name of i've always thought that a christmas movie set in fort mcmurray would be a great idea you know and uh, it's a great thing that it already exists talking fubar too Tron got a job we're going to fort mcmurray to work hey, hey. know that we both know that we don't know what we're doing <laughs> knowledge of non-knowledge is power whoa uh t- after 10 years since the last one came out and sold just endless endless copies And, of course, ten years of fan speculation, Rockstar Games has just announced that we are going to see the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto game in early December. Yeah, that's actually, in the gaming world at least, a huge deal. Uh, I hope they're going back to Vice City. And while most gamers are still trying to find Koroks in the latest Legend of Zelda game, uh, Nintendo this week also just announced that a live-action movie is finally and officially happening if there's no excuse-me princess in there. I don't know what we're doing with it. And here, right here at home in Fort McMurray, we're playing... How much snow do I actually need to brush off my car to see where I'm going this morning? Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Bruce Dickinson in the news, uh, not with the entire band, not with the full complement of Iron Maiden, but solo Bruce Dickinson. He's got a single afterglow of Ragnarok coming out, and he's also got a a UK and Ireland tour coming uh, across the pond, a little ways away, very exciting still. And uh, it's the album Mandrake Project coming out later on, his first solo album, first solo project since 2005. Uh, He's been rocking out hard for all those years. And in uh, music news that doesn't really fit with the genres that we've been playing, but still just wildly fascinating, the Tupac Shakur murder trial date has been confirmed 30 years after the death of the rapper. Uh, And uh, somebody who was involved in the situation that was actually giving witness testimony for years has been charged for suspected involvement in the 1996 murder. Thursday. The escapee cow in Edmonton, and I don't, I don't know if you've read about this, but if you haven't, look it up because the pictures are great. Handsome-looking flight risk right there, uh, avoiding capture for a jaunt that took him over 30 blocks away from the expo center there. Uh, hilarious photos. I was trying to think of the most interesting animals that I've seen on the loose in Fort McMurray and area, and, you know, we get our deer, we get our moose, teasing the hunters right where they live. We get bears in the summer months, no shortage of wildlife of all kinds here. Uh, but for domesticated animals... I do remember when there was a pocket population of obviously a pet variety of rabbit downtown for a few years there, uh, and uh, anywhere that there's a green space back alley, there would be rabbits. You guarantee you'd run into them. But with few natural defenses, the rabbits did not last the cold of Alberta's winters, nor the cruel of Alberta's natural predators. I don't see them around so much anymore. It's not announced or anything like that, but it is a possibility, I guess. It's in the ether that there might be a Blink-182 concert movie in the style of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour. It's because of the Eras Tour being so successful that every band under the sun is being asked if they would like to do the same thing. And Tom DeLonge answered, I don't know if people would come to see a Blink movie in theater for the music, but they might come for the penis jokes. He knows the audience. He knows it well. Meanwhile, the Killers have announced a compilation that's coming out called Rebel Diamonds, and a brand new song is going to be part of it, titled Spirits. They're going to be supporting the compilation album The Best of the Greatest Hits as well, with a uh, announced or, or soon-to-be-announced 2024 UK tour. They've basically just teased it, and hopefully that expands to a little bit further, and they can come closer to home for them, and you know, maybe more than two Canadian dates on a tour would be nice for once as well. (laughs) That's it for music news for this morning. Depressing holiday gift ideas. (laughs) Food is way too expensive, okay? But that didn't stop the innovators of yesterday from getting creative with feeding a family. Stay with me here. Here's your gift idea. Cookbooks from the Great Depression. Yeah. Nearly a hundred years ago. They knew I was up. Recipes like vinegar pie. Dandelion salad and mm-mm, creamed tuna on toast. That's right. This Christmas, give them Depression-era cookbooks because how else would you know that you need to boil a moose's nose before cooking it to get all the hairs out? Pretty gross. I told you we put it in too early. Ooh, it's just a little dry. It's fine. I told you. Here's the heart. Friday. Somebody climbed the Empire State Building. Uh, Jared Leto specifically climbed the Empire State Building, and it was to promote the upcoming 2024 tour uh, for his band, 30 Seconds to Mars. They're going to be calling it the Seasons World Tour, so I imagine that probably sounds... It reminds me of Taylor Swift eras. so I think they're probably going to be going through time, going through all of their albums and things like that. 51 years old, he said after the fact, I made it, I'm alive, I made it to the top. He did. He says he was just saying he saw his mother-in-law in the window of the 80th floor, and it was a nice surprise. I think he's riffing there. I don't know if that's actually accurate. But he did climb it. There's footage, you know, drone footage, helicopter footage, whatever they actually use these days. Right at the tippy top. And people are saying, wow, he's made history. First person to ever climb to the top of the Empire State Building. And I'm going, hold the phone. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump those brakes. Because he is not. Have we forgotten King Kong already? Come on. He's sure taking his sweet time. Better refuel. You know, you look a little flushed. Maybe you should eat more vegetables and less people. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Formal request for Black Friday prices in more places, please. I'm just asking to the universe, really. Do grocery stores do full-on sweeping Black Friday sales? And if they don't, why not? Why don't they? Uh, I think that's where we're all looking at it. You know, it's become a bit of a running gag, a bit of a joke. Uh, just about everybody you talk to, oh my god, the, the price of groceries, crazy, right? But it's the kind of joke that we say through like gritted teeth with a single tear welling in one eye. You know, it's funny to kind of joke about because it's a shared experience and we got to make light of it or else it's not very light, but... The food is still super expensive (laughs) everywhere you go. Everything that you get, uh, it feels like. And if they don't do the Black Friday sales at grocery stores, maybe it should be considered. 35% off produce. Buy one, get one, bags of bagels. I need some cheap cheese, all right? Let's do this thing. Black Friday prices on everything at the grocery store. Why isn't it possible? It's just not. Why not, you stupid bastard? You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast Podcast. from 100.5 Cruise FM. KISS is at the start because they're at the end of their uh, final tour. Their farewell tour is going to be coming to a close with a show on December 2nd in Madison Square Garden. And Gene Simmons and friends have announced that there's actually going to be a chance for everybody to see that concert. It's going to be live streamed. Paywalled, though, of course you going to have a chance uh, for us in US and Canada, at least, to pay a one-time fee. thirty-nine ninety-nine dollars US, so you don't really need to sign up for a subscription or anything like that. But 50 years of rock and roll in one final show, December 2nd, ppv.com, if you're interested. Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden, yeah, we were just talking about him uh, yesterday, because he's announced a new solo project and a single coming out. He's also now going to be starring in a film, a horror movie called Bjorn of the Dead, which is inspired by ABBA and basically is uh, all about a ABBA tribute band, a cover band, getting trapped in a nightclub with other acts as an apocalypse starts. I'm not sure of the role that he's playing, but it is known that his son, Austin, is one of the writers on the film's script. Can't wait to see it. got a Steve review for you, spoiler free. Uh, it's about the Marvels, the latest from the Marvel Studios cinematic universe. And uh, starring a bunch of uh, quite talented people, uh, of course you got Brie Larson as Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel. You've got Tayona Paris, who was coming back again as her character from the Wandavision show, and uh, Iman Vellani, who's had her own Miss Marvel show, uh, steals the movie. She is absolutely fantastic and uh, and worth the price of admission just to see her enjoyment uh, in doing this project and being on screen and playing the role uh, alone. But I will say as well, uh, the fight scenes are incredible in this. Every once in a while, you see a fight scene from a big, big studio like the Marvel House. You go, what? Why isn't this polished? Why does this look like a couple people trying to figure it out in a, in a in a backyard somewhere? No, this one absolutely has the polish. At least for the fight scenes, I'm not so sure about sticking the landing. But still, I'd say worth the price of admission. And with the fact that we also just finished up Season 2 of Loki on Disney+, Plus, if you're a subscriber, uh, eating pretty all right at the Marvel table these days. Uh, I don't know how much that'll be into the future. They're making big wholesale changes. There's only one movie now on the slot for 2024 for the MCU, and that's Deadpool 3. Everything else has been moved aside. Reshoots have been announced. So they're working on something. But for now, for this week... We got something pretty decent to chew on. Transmission over. One more Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve show weekday mornings starting at 5:30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.